Our editor-in-chief at MidasTouch.com, Ron Filipkowski, said it so well. I've said this before. It is truly a blessing that Donald Trump surrounds himself with so many morons. If he hired competent people, we'd be in worse trouble. Well said. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. It's rinse and repeat with the fascism meets idiocracy that is MAGA. And now as there was both a oral argument before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals on Tuesday, where Donald Trump's lawyers just got annihilated by the panel of judges who grilled Trump's lawyers on this claim of absolute presidential immunity. More on that in just a a, a moment. And as well as the fact that Donald Trump now has closing arguments in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case uh, on Thursday. Uh, Donald Trump is just repeating the same fascism plus idiocracy strategy that we talk about over and over and over again. And here it is, as we have the closing argument, Donald Trump now says in that New York Attorney General civil fraud trial that he intends to represent himself, that he's going to be delivering part of the closing argument himself says sources. Oh, where have we heard this again, that Donald Trump's going to show up and testify? Oh, maybe maybe that case, maybe Donald Trump said that through his counsel that he was going to show up and provide uh, direct examination testimony and that that's what you do if you have nothing to hide is provide direct exam testimony. But then Donald Trump said, oh, well, because I can't attack the judge's law clerk, this is so unfair. Pity me. Woe is me. Here's this article by ABC. It says, Former President Trump intends to personally deliver part of the defense's closing arguments at the conclusion of his civil fraud trial in New York on Thursday. Sources familiar with the former president's strategy tells ABC News. Well, great work there waiving attorney-client privilege. Sources goes on to say, The defendants in the case... Trump, his two eldest sons, and two former organization executives are represented by three primary attorneys, Christopher Keis, Clifford Robert, and Alina Haba. But sources say Trump himself is determined to deliver a portion of the closing statement. The sources cautioned that plans for the defense's closing argument remain fluid. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. Well, considering Donald Trump wouldn't even do... Uh, wouldn't even sit for a direct examination testimony. We see this pattern over and over again. Just remember, this is what Alina Habba said the day before Donald Trump decided not to testify, but she said he was going to show up. That's what you do. Here, play this clip. He is so firmly against what is happening in this court and so firmly for the old America that we know, not this America, that he will take that stand on Monday. He will open himself up to whatever they want because he's not afraid. People that are afraid cower. President Trump doesn't cower. We'll be back on Monday. And also here's Donald Trump in Scotland when he fled the United States of America during the first E. Jean Carroll trial and said that he was going to return though. He was going to show up. He was going to confront E. Jean Carroll. And he never did. Here, play this clip. We have to leave early. I don't have to, but I choose to. Will you attend the trial, Mr. President? I'll probably attend. And I think it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace that it's allowed to happen. It's called false accusations against a rich guy, or in my case, against a famous, rich, and political person that's leading the polls by 40 points. And I have to go back for a woman that made a false accusation about me. And I have a judge who's extremely hostile. And I'm going to go back 
and I'm going to confront this one. This woman is a disgrace, and it shouldn't be allowed to happen in our country. So you you, 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 you don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. For it just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. But I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. Oh, yeah, and here's Alina Habba saying that when the January 6th committee subpoenaed Donald Trump, he would show up before the January 6th committee and he would testify there. Uh, News alert, Donald Trump did not do that. Here, play that clip. He's got a couple options here. He can ignore the subpoena and maybe run into a Bannon world, or he can go and plead the fifth, or he can go and and testify. Any idea what you think he's going to do and what would you recommend? I would recommend that he cooperate because when you have nothing to hide, that's what I always recommend. The same reason that he always uh, comes out and and speaks on any of my cases. He um, has no issue being deposed, even though the left wing media would like to pretend that he does. He has no issue being subpoenaed and answering questions about what happened that day. And and he shouldn't. Um, What he did was very public. And it it was really nothing um, other than to say to uh, go out peacefully, as we know. Um, what Being on top of your mental health game is so important. As you know, I'm a practicing lawyer in addition to running the Midas Touch Network. So it's easy to fall into bad habits or routines because life gets in the way, especially with your diet. Frankly, I think most people can relate. I think you can relate to the fact that everyday life gets in the way and makes it challenging to find that healthy snack without all the sugar and junk. So if you're busy and constantly on the go, like me, you need to try Mosh. It's a protein bar that's made for your brain. With six delicious flavors, each mosh bar includes 12 grams of protein and is made with ingredients that support brain health like ashwagandha, lion's mane, collagen, and omega-3s at 160 calories and only one gram of sugar. Mosh protein bars are the guilt-free snack your brain and body will crave. Your brain is your number one tool, which is why mosh protein bars were mindfully formulated by some of the top neuroscientists scientists and functional nutritionists. Mosh now has a new line of plant-powered protein bars in three delicious flavors for those who want all the protein and brain support in the original bar now made with plant-based ingredients. I love that. I have a Mosh bar every morning to kick off my day and it has totally improved my performance. I love the taste, especially of the peanut butter Mosh bar delicious. Don't settle for a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. Head to moshlife.com slash Midas to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. That's M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash Midas, M-E-I-D-A-S, moshlife.com slash Midas. So we see that pattern over and over again, and then you send Alina Haba out on the news and have her just say a bunch of total and utter nonsense that no lawyer with a 
modicum of caring about their reputation. Even lawyers with the worst reputations would not do would not do this. This is like the biggest depths of depravity of lawyering that there is. Here is Alina Haba whining that there's a lot of footage of her sitting next to Donald Trump at the cases, by the various cases here. Play this clip. The Alina. fact that there are so much footage of me sitting in court next to the president is so sad and such a demise of the American justice system. And Yes, as Bradley Moss points out, lawyers representing their clients. What a concept. Wow. Uh, here, Alina Haba uh, claims that uh, uh, Jack Smith is the one who doesn't want the law applied to him and suggests that Jack Smith is guilty of racketeering. Again, what are they? What's the playbook? Projection, confession, just accuse them of doing it. Here, play this clip. It is exactly what they fear is what they've done themselves. They don't want you to look at their behavior, so they accuse him of it. And now they're trying but to- But they are trying to bend and twist every single rule. The only person that does not want the laws to apply to them is Jack Smith. This is and not any kind of uh, rock. This is not rocket science. This is just basic. Americans can see what is happening. It is racketeering. If you look at it, that's not him, that's them. And here's Alina Haba. This was on uh, Tuesday as well, after the horrible oral arguments by Donald Trump's lawyers, or dangerously horrible oral arguments before, of Donald Trump's lawyers before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Here's Alina Haba saying that there's well-established law and absolute immunity right here, and this protects not just president, this protects the American people. Here, play this clip. I can tell you right now, absolute immunity or what we call presidential immunity is an immunity that exists to not only protect presidents, but protect Americans. And that was the arguments that we heard today. If you all of a sudden change an immunity that has been in place forever, that has been in place for very good reason, then how are presidents to protect the country? How are presidents to speak to the press and address the nation when they're afraid of defamation in civil claims, when they're afraid of criminal charges for having military take action against our enemies. It is hypothetical after hypothetical of extreme situations that are not the current situation. That's what I heard today. And I think our council did a great job of presenting what has already been established law. Presidents have to perform in their duties with absolute immunity from claims because while they are sitting in president, Martha, it is not just, and I want to explain this in plain English. I always try and do that for non-lawyers. It is not just acts within his employment as the sole member of the executive branch. It is also for acts in the outer perimeter. It is for things, decisions he has to have discretion to make. If you have no discretion, then why are you elected as the president of the United States? That is the bottom line. The president was the president. He should be afforded immunity. And frankly, if the D.C. Uh, court does not make that decision, that would be mind-boggling to me, to be honest. Oh, really, Alina? How about this protects the American people, uh, let's, can we take a look here at what Donald Trump's lawyers argued during oral argument before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals on the issue of absolute presidential immunity. Then I want to show you what special counsel Jack Smith's team argued. Then I want to show you what Donald Trump's lawyers argued during the impeachment proceedings, which contradicts what his lawyers argued at oral argument uh, before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. So first, here's Donald Trump's lawyers arguing that a president can order SEAL Team 6 to assassinate his political opponents 
And so long as a president is not impeached and convicted by the Senate, then therefore what could happen is there's absolute presidential immunity. There, there's no consequence for doing that. And that's what Donald Trump's lawyer is arguing before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals with a, with a straight face. Here, play this clip. Order seal team six to assassinate a political rival. That's an official act in order to seal team six. He, he would have to be and would speedily be, you know, uh, uh, impeached and convicted before the criminal what prosecution. If what if proceed? he weren't? There would be no criminal prosecution, no criminal liability for that. Chief Justice's opinion in Marbury against Madison and uh, uh, and our constitutional tradition and the plain language of the impeachment judgment clause all clearly presuppose that what the founders were concerned about was not. I asked you a yes or yes or no question. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team Six to assassinate a political rival who was not impeached would he be subject to criminal prosecution? If he were impeached and convicted first, and so, so your answer is. Is, no. is my answer is qualified? Yes, there is a political process that would have to occur under our, the structure of our constitution, which would require impeachment and conviction by the Senate. In these exceptional cases, as the OLC memo itself points out from the Department of Justice, you'd expect a speedy impeachment and conviction. But what the founders were much more worried about than using criminal prosecution to discipline presidents was what uh, James Madison calls in Federalist Number Forty Seven the you know the, the newfangled and artificial treasons. They were much more concerned about the abuse of the criminal process for political purposes to disable the presidency from factions and political opponents. And of course, that's exactly what we see in this case. And uh, here's here was an analysis that I liked about it. So if Trump is determined to be immune from prosecution for any actions committed while president, we're officially a banana republic with a shortage of bananas. If he declares himself president for life, then while illegal, it can't be stopped because anything done by him to keep himself in power by definition is by definition legal, unless the Senate votes to remove him, which they can't do because he can send loyal militias to tell them if they vote against him, he'll have them killed, which he is allowed to do so long as he is president because the president is above the law. Am I missing anything here? So <laughs> like that analysis right there. Uh, and here's what special counsel Jack Smith's team said is that's a very dangerous precedent if you're saying that presidents can order SEAL Team 6 to kill his own political opponents and there will be absolute presidential immunity unless there is an impeachment and conviction, in which case that could be avoided either by directly threatening the Senate not to do it, which you'd be immune from doing, um, or you could resign or... You know, who knows if you have a MAGA Republican in in Congress who are who bless that, then we would just be what we we would just be an authoritarian regime. By the way, Alina Habba says that concept is what protects the people. But let me play for you what a real lawyer said from Special Counsel Jack Smith's team right here. Play this of James Pierce from Jack Smith's team. Play this clip based on questions of separation of powers of constitutional text history precedent, uh, is there, in fact, immunity for a former president? Uh, we think the answer to that is, is no, for, for, of course, all of the reasons we, we put in the brief, and, and I'm happy to sort of address here. Um, candidly, I think if the court gets to that second question, there are some hard questions about the nature of official acts. And frankly, as I think Judge Pan's hypothetical described, I mean, what kind of world are we living in if, as I understood my friend on the other side to say here, a president orders his SEAL team to assassinate a political rival and resigns, for example, before an impeachment, not a criminal act. 
president sells a pardon, resigns, or is not impeached, not a crime. I think that is extraordinarily frightening future. And that is the kind of, we're talking about a balancing and a weighing of the, of the interests. I think that should weigh extraordinarily heavily in the court's consideration. And, and, and finally, I'll just, I'll leave you with this. The argument by Trump's lawyers before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals arguing absolute presidential immunity and claiming that there has to be an impeachment and conviction in order for there to be criminal charges brought against a uh, president or former president, that just directly contradicts what Donald Trump argued during impeachment. Donald Trump's lawyer took the exact opposite position during the impeachment proceedings against Trump and said, look, you could just arrest Donald Trump. He could be subject to felonies. So they took the exact opposite argument. And, and again, I'm not just saying this the way Alina Habba just makes up things. I'm just going to show you the video. This is Trump's lawyer from the impeachment hearing. Play this clip. Article 1, Section 3 says judgments in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and, comma, and disqualification to hold any office of honor, trust, profit under the United States, colon, but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment, trial, judgment, and punishment according to law. So this idea of a of a January amnesty is nonsense. If my colleagues on this side of the chamber actually think that President Trump committed a criminal offense, and let's understand, a high crime is a felony and a misdemeanor is a misdemeanor. The words haven't changed that much over the time. After he's out of office, you go and arrest him. So there is no opportunity where the president of the United States can run rampant in, in January, the end of his term, and just go away scot-free. The Department of Justice does know what to do with such people. So it, it's very clear to me, but this follows the playbook. Trump's going to show up. He's going to give the closing arguments. He's going to testify. He doesn't do it. Bring out Alina Habba. Say some crazy stuff have lawyers contradict each other and just make a mess of it. But what they're trying to do, though, with all of this as well, you know, whether it's an intentional strategy or just part of them just flooding the zone and, and simply not caring, is you just flood the zone with all this disinfo, you flood the zone with all of this misinfo, and there's just so much stuff out there that Americans, hardworking Americans are just confused. Like, what's going on here? I, I hear this, I hear that, there's a lot. And then their new one, in addition to saying any news that's bad against Donald Trump is fake news, the, the, the new one Donald Trump does is he blames it on AI. And anything that Donald Trump doesn't, you know, that doesn't like, he goes, that's AI. So the, all these stories with that, that Donald Trump's name is on uh, all of these flight logs and Epstein logs, and he's in the depositions and all of these things about Donald Trump saying that Epstein's a great guy, all things that Donald Trump actually said that are documented and we know Trump said. Now Trump goes, ah, that was all AI. That was all AI. And then they push all the AI about everybody else. So that's where we're at right now. We need to stop this. We need to come to our senses. We need to share these videos. And we're going to do that together in the Midas Touch community. Thank you for watching. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 2 million subscribers thanks to your support. Have a good one. Thanks so much for watching. We're only a few subscribers short of 2 million subs. Please subscribe right now to the Midas Touch YouTube channel for free and help us grow this unapologetically pro-democracy network.